In a world full of opinions and anger, I think it's time we have a conversation. I'm your host, Emily, and here I'll talk about all things life, love, Jesus, marriage, and so much more. So whether you're listening or joining in, I think it's time we have that conversation. Hey everybody, I am going to record this with a migraine because I think I do my best podcast with a migraine, mostly because I can talk with my eyes closed Um, and I do not have to like read anything or watch anything or do anything, I just get to talk to you guys. So um, yeah, today um, something that has been on my heart but I haven't like known how to address um, for quite some time is what I'm going to talk about today. So it's actually because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, um, the Suffer Strong podcast, um, and they were talking about it on this episode that I listened to today while I was um, shoveling books at work. So um, I'm going to try to explain like what they talked about, I guess. Um, Really, y'all should just go listen to the episode. Um, If I bothered to ever do like show notes or like stuff that's like linked in the episode show notes like if I ever bothered to do that I would link their episode um maybe I'll just share it on Instagram but um man that podcast for me was so life-giving I'm like shelving books in the Barnes and Noble and I am like "Mm, yeah that's so good yeah yes absolutely wow yes that's so good you know the way that something just like just touches you um and like elaborates on like your soul's inner monologue that you didn't know it was like communicating um and that's kind of what happened for me and so um basically they were talking about um well on the like on this episode they were talking about the fact that um like being sick um especially in the christian community people get really um people get like really weird about it so like what i mean is that like, for instance, I have been at church or met new people and, you know, they figure out that I am sick and have a walker that I've been sick for, you know, X number of days. And they're like, well, have you ever tried having someone pray over you? Well, yes, I have. Um, and they're like, well, you obviously weren't like believing in it enough. Or, you know, if you just were praying or believing in Jesus enough, or if you were just doing this, or, you know, like if you come to the prayer room, like if you, you know, really just pray for healing like you must not want to be healed like we can pray over you like we would love to pray over you like we've seen miracles and here is just like here's the thing um I love I love that people want to pray over me um I love that people want to pray over the sick and the hurting um I want to pray over the sick and the hurting I love that the thing is though (laughs) is that when people are like listening to me talk and I share my story Um, and this is what they talked about on the podcast is like, they both are also, um, sick and, and, um, one of the, one of the people that was on the show, the guest, um, on the show is paraplegic and, um, then the host of the show, you know, she's had a stroke and, um, she just is disabled and suffering, um, in her own form and fashion and stuff so much different than the way I am. But, you know, we all are in our midst of chronic suffering, um, that doesn't have an end date. And they were just talking about something, um, that, you know, really resonates with me and the fact that people are like, I'm praying for your healing or let's pray for your healing. It is almost like, (laughs) 
I don't know. Like, it's almost, I don't want, I'm not offended by it because I'm never going to turn down the prayer, right? But, like, if you've ever listened to me speak um, or talk about my story or share my story, um, man, being sick is part of it, yeah, but what the Lord has been doing is so much more of it. Um, that because I walk through sexual trauma, like, I am able to love people and know people better. And, like, that is a hard area of my life, yeah, but, like, I am able to love people and know pe- people um, differently and better. And I um, understand compassion and empathy better because of that. And, like, God is using that. Um, both to restore me and to write, you know, new chapters, but also probably in the future to help others if I haven't helped them already. And um, that's not me. That's just the God that I serve, um, that he can make so much beauty out of um, what we deem to be nothing more than ashes. Um, And I think um, that I'm in a place of peace, um, that I am healed. My physical body might not be healed. Um, My brain might not be healed. Um, but I am healed, um, where my heart, my heart is with Jesus on a deeper level, um, than I ever, I think could have known having never been sick or having never been hurt or abused or traumatized or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I, I know what it looks like to be in the long suffering. I know what it looks like to be um, without hope on the side of heaven. And so you have to lean fully into, um, the one and only, you know, God of the universe. Like I know what it feels like to be in the valley for so long that you don't know if there is water except for the living water. And you take a drink out of just a thirst for revival. Um, and you find it. I know, I know what it feels like to be in the wilderness and feel lost and not know what your calling is or what your purpose is because it feels like it's been taken from you with this new version of your reality. And then I know what it looks like to find it slowly as you encounter the chronic illness community and the new people and the new places and the new opportunities that I've um, met and received um, as a result of being sick. Like, I know, I know my Jesus so much more intimately and so much more intentionally because I am sick and my spirit has been healed. There is less anger, less frustration, less judgment, less ridicule. There is less self-loathing and less, you know, anxiety and depression in my spirit because I have been healed in my spirit by being not necessarily perfectly healed in my body. Like I, I know, I know that my spirit is reconciled with the Lord, um, in, in a new and purposeful way every single day, because I have to get up and I have to thank Jesus for another day, even if it doesn't look the way that I want it to, because I am grateful to be here because dysautonomia doesn't promise me tomorrow, much less the rest of today. And so I'm thankful every time I wake up and I praise God for that. And I praise God for the sleep that I get. Or if I wake up feeling rested, I praise God for soft clothes and food that I can eat and, you know, nourish my body. I thank God for my dog and the people in my life and, and everybody that supports and builds me up. I thank God for the opportunities to, um, work with brands or companies or to read books. Um, because for a while my brain couldn't read books. 
Um, I'm thankful for my work opportunities um, to stay home and be able to take care of my body and be um, in the midst of the things that comfort me and and heal me and help me um, while being able to work still um, instead of having that taken from me. And so it's just like there's so much that God has just like opened my eyes as far as gratitude and service um, and acknowledgement and relationship with him by being sick. And so it's so crazy when I explain all that to people, people like read my Instagram or talk to me or listen to a podcast episode or whatever. And they're like, man, I hear everything that you're saying, but you're saying that you're healed and you're obviously not healed. So like, I need to pray over you. Okay, again, I'm never going to say no to prayer. If you want to he- if you want to pray over healing for my body, amazing. Um, because I really wouldn't mind <laughs> being being healed in my body, but I I myself as a whole, I am already healed. God has already done that work. He has um reunified me with him and and he is he is doing that work in me. And so um, not that I'm a perfect person, obviously, like I, I need Jesus every single day I wake up and I'm begging for the gospel. Um, but, but I am, I am healed, um, in my spirit. And so, um, when people are like, oh my gosh, I just need, I feel like I need to pray for you. I want to pray over you. Um, something that this episode was talking about, because I've never really known like how to respond to that, right? Like I'm like trying to remain hopeful and so grateful and like all this stuff. And again, I'm not a perfect person at doing that thing, but it feels so weird when I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like this is the life that I have and like, that's okay. And like God has healed my spirit and like I am a new creation in him. And like this old earthly body is going to fall away anyway. And there is going to be a day where I can run and run like ride roller coasters and go like snorkeling and do and skydiving do all this stuff in heaven because like it won't kill my brain and I don't have to like take my vitals and like ride in the front seat and do all this stuff because my body can't get it together there will be a day for that I'm not worried about the fact that that isn't a thing for me on the side of heaven like there will be a day for that and I will not feel mourning or suffering or grief or any of that stuff I'm going to be so jazzed to run around and chase Jesus um in whatever heaven looks like right but I've never known what to say when people are like, well, I need to pray for healing in your body. Like maybe you haven't prayed hard enough or what if just the right combination of people prayed over you? I've never known what to say because thank you so much. Like I love that you feel called to do that. I love that you want to do that. Um, but I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> like with Jesus, like I'm okay. Like just because I am not healed in my physical body doesn't mean that I'm separated from the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean that I didn't want it enough or God is punishing me or that I didn't ask him earnestly enough or that I'm not praying hard enough or steadfast enough. Like it's not a reflection of my faith. It's just my story. Um, and, and something this podcast episode on the Suffer Strong podcast was talking about is that um, when someone asks her like you know if um if they can pray for her she's like oh my gosh yes I would love that if you can pray for my marriage if you can pray for me she's got kids and so she's like if you can pray for you know me to just be like the the mother that God wants me to if you can just pray for the people that I um encounter and make it to like you know share my heart with like if you could just pray for you know x y and z like if you could pray for my selfishness or my judgmentalness or if you could pray for me to be slow to speak and slow to anger if you could just pray for me to be quick to listen because I want to be the person that people can say at the end of the day like Emily was love like Emily was kindness and she was service and she was um gratitude like 
Emily was this person like can you pray for me to be that way because I'm so tired of being someone that's like man I wish people could say that about me or I wish that that's how people looked at me well if I wish that people looked at me like that why am I just not that way so I'm praying for that and God is refining my spirit so much every day in that direction but um the fact that Catherine on the suffer strong podcast was like you know when people are like can I pray for your healing yes I'd love that can you also just be praying for your x y and z because then people understand that like I love that you're praying for my physical body but there is so much more important stuff that I need prayer for than my physical body like can you pray for my attitude like when I'm having hard days can you pray for the people around me to not get burnt out with compassion fatigue can you pray that you know I remain gracious and appreciative of the people helping me whenever I can't help myself like can you please pray that like I continue to give back and I serve where I can because I know what it's like to feel um you know what it's like to feel guilty whenever you need to be served um, and you can't provide service. You know, like, can you pray for X, Y, and Z? And I just thought that that was so amazing to take that approach because um, it is so hard. It's so hard when people are like, well, have you just gone to the prayer room? Have you done this thing? Like, what is it in the culture of Christianity where we negate what God is doing in the spirit because someone's physical body doesn't look as able as we might think it should or that we're used to? What is that? Like, I'm not saying that, like, I don't want to be physically healed or that, like, you know, you should obviously have compassion and, you know, sympathy and kindness towards people that are, you know, behind a walker like me or, you know, in a wheelchair or, you know, suffering from invisible illness, chronic illness, chronic pain, like all these things, like, absolutely. But the thing is, is that if someone is speaking a song of resilience and hope um, and redemption out of their life, um, just understand that like we are not trying to live in the midst of like feeling bad for ourselves or counting all of the costs or what you know has quote-unquote been taken like it's not that things have been taken from us it's just that they've been rearranged or they've been replaced with something different like where days without migraines to where I could go, 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 you know, at 150 miles an hour and do things 25% of, you know, like, no, what am I trying to say? Like 100% of my day, you know, if I could, you know, and I was giving only a minimal amount of effort to my time with the Lord, like my migraines have forced me to slow down, to seek Jesus, to pray, you know, constantly. I get to record podcasts when my head hurts because um, because I, that's like one of the only things I can do, which means that hopefully I'm reaching somebody that needs to hear this. And so, you know, it's not that something's been taken from you. It's just been rearranged or reassigned or, you know, re-prioritized. Um, um, you know, like my the healing of my physical body is a priority to God. I know that it is. It just might not be something that is such a top priority that it needs to happen on this side of heaven that's all and I'm okay with that and so I know as hard as it is because of our culture other people should be able to figure out how to be okay with that too um that God is good enough and big enough that like it shouldn't matter um if I am bedbound or not because I can sing God's praises from anywhere until I am blue in the face and my throat is dry um I can sing his praises and I can, you know, seek his word and his will to become 
the person that he is calling me to be, to be slow to anger and slow to speak and quick to listen and be someone that reaches out in, in service and in love and in kindness and selfish, selflessness. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be self-serving or seeking. I don't want to look for compensation, you know, where something is meant to be offered freely as a gift. You know, God didn't look for compensation when he freely offered Jesus to us. He didn't say, okay, now do X, Y, and Z. He just said, take up your cross and follow me. You know, Jesus literally said, learn from me, like learn my ways. You know, my ways will be higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. But if you follow after me, you will become more like me and less like the world. And that's all I'm trying to do. Um, And maybe my body not being as able is the way that I can do that. You know, Um, things might be harder and different or, you know, um, confusing or whatever. But that doesn't mean that they're awful and it doesn't mean that um, my life you know, has to be over as I know it. Um, and so I just thought that that was such an incredible episode that they did talking about, you know, when we ask to pray over somebody after they've spoke a song of like, you know, joy and peace and, um, resolution. And then we're like, well, yeah, but you're actually not healed. You know, you're actually not this. Like, I know that you're saying that you are, but I'm looking at you and you're obviously not like God looks at our hearts. God is not looking at our bodies. He looks at our hearts. And so if my heart is healed and is, you know, in communion with Jesus, that's what I care about. Um, and if this is what it took to get me there, fine. If this is what it takes to keep me there, fine. If this isn't about, you know, me, which it's not, I doubt at all. Um, and this is just the way that it is fine. Um, I'm not selfish enough to assume that I deserve anything else. Um, God can heal me whenever he wants, but he is not required to, and I don't require him to, or expect him to, I would be grateful if he did, but I don't expect him to. And I have come to peace with that. And that's not me giving up. That's me just understanding that like God moves in mysterious ways in times that, you know, don't make sense to me in ways that I don't, you know, know how to follow or understand. And that's okay. I'm not meant to understand and know everything. Um, And so, yeah, I just like loved, loved, loved that. Um, And it reminded me so much of like my pastor who passed away, like his funeral, like how many people he had brought to Christ, like um, in his time as our campus pastor. And then um, how many people gave their lives to Christ literally at his funeral. And the fact that everyone got up on the stage and said like he, he was love, like everyone was his best friend because like he knew no stranger and everyone mattered to him and was important to him. Like he really went after, you know, the one, um, even if that meant leaving the 99, but he always came back for the 99 too. Like just an incredible, incredible man. And I'm sitting there crying and I'm like, wow, like, why am I not like the type of person that people could say this about? And it hit me like I could be, So why don't I just become that thing? The physical limitations of my body can't chain, like cannot chain me down tight enough that my heart can't continue to evolve and heal and grow um, and be extended and offered towards others. And so um, I would just encourage you, if you are someone that's sick um, and someone offers to pray over you, accept it, of course, because, you know, no prayer goes unanswered um, and God hears you um, and God, you know, moves, but if he doesn't move in this particular way, um, you know, or your diagnosis or your prognosis or whatever, like doesn't look the way that you maybe expected it to, or 
people are telling you that you shouldn't be okay with the way that it looks and you're settling or you're not fighting or you're giving up or whatever. Just live in the understanding that you know that you're not giving up on you just because you've decided to live in peace with the fact that your physical body may not look the way that someone else's does or that your physical health might not look the way that someone else does. And that's okay. Um, that's a hard truth to grapple with, but um, just feels so important to be able to bring that up and um, to really shine a light on, you know, the sick community and the fact that it is so difficult um, to be a Christian and to love the Lord whenever um, people are telling you basically that like if you would just love him more if you would just love him better you could be healed like what a hard thing to tell someone um no one ever was like Jesus if you would have just loved your father more like maybe you know maybe you wouldn't have to have hung on a cross like that's just not the way that it works um and so yeah um that was just such an incredible thing that you know I really felt um so much awareness and appreciation for hearing that side of the story because I have had people approach me with that multiple times and it's always so confusing and it almost always leaves you feeling like a disappointment whenever they pray over you and you're not miraculously healed like they're like well I don't know like I don't know what happened like God could have showed up but he didn't so it must be you um like what what a hard thing to say to somebody um or to think or or even, not even just a hard thing to say to somebody, but what a hard way to live if you put God in a box that's like, well, I prayed for this thing this one time and I believed for it and God didn't do it. So he must not be able to, or he must not want to, or he might never do that thing or whatever. Like how sad, like how sad if that's like what you're believing for. And it's just so, so little and sad. Um, I would want so much better for you if it was up to me. Um, so yeah, um, I just think that that's important to talk about and I know this episode's a little bit shorter but um, the migraine game is pretty strong so I just wanted to hop on here that as a caregiver or supporter, um, if you are someone's like, well, I'm praying for you and then every day that they're not better, you think that your prayers are going unanswered or whatever, maybe it's not about their physical body, maybe it's about their spirit. Is their spirit healing? Awesome. Is their spirit healed? Amazing. How's their relationship with Jesus? How's their relationship with their spouse, with their kids, with their anything? Like, pray for them in those areas. Like, Lord knows I need it, and I try to ask for it. Like, um, it's okay. It's okay to ask for prayer, um, even if you feel like what you're asking for in prayer is misunderstood or little or, um, you know, not as important as something else that you could be asking for. Every prayer is important to God. So just ask um, because he is always listening. Um, and yeah, I just think that that's such a big deal. So anyway, that's what's on my heart today, you guys. Um, I hope that, that made sense. Um, I love you guys. Stay tuned. Okay, in thinking about it, I think I have a little bit more to say. Um, normally, I record an entire episode um, segment like in one swoop. I always want to say one one foul swoop, one full swoop. I actually don't know what that saying is, um, but I usually record it all at once. Um, and today, now that I've been bedridden with a horrible migraine for 16 hours, attempted a couple hours of work, and I am back home in the dark with my dog, um, I just have more to say. 
um, because it's very evident in this space that my body is not what you would deem healed. Um, my brain damage is still deteriorating. It is still controlling a lot of my life. It is still causing me immeasurable pain. Um, and it is, um, limiting in some ways. My fatigue is limiting. Um, my dysautonomia is limiting. Um, and all of it can be scary, right? Um, but I want to talk about what being sick has done for my spirit. Um, I touched on this in the first half of the episode, but, um, Before I got sick, now let me just explain that I've had this TBI since high school, right? Um, So before I really knew the Lord. Um, But even then, it started teaching me to ask for help um, and to extend grace um, and compassion for those trying to help me and support me um, when they were doing the best that they could, even though they had no idea what I was experiencing. Um, And I was definitely horrible at it um, the first couple of years. But then as I moved um, to college, I had to rely on my roommate and my sister um, to take care of me or take me to the hospital when I needed to go. And um, it was really humbling and terrifying to have to ask people um, that didn't fully understand or know what was going on to take care of me. And um, that first year at college was actually the year that I gave my life to Christ, Um just realizing that like everything I thought I knew and I had planned just wasn't going to (laughs) be what I thought it was. Um, I actually heard a message at church today that says, you know, um, you may as well rip up your list of what you think life is going to look like or what you're going to get out of it, you know, um, because you and God might have the same starting point and you might have the same ending point, but you're definitely not going to have the same space in between. Um, there's going to be different steps and different things that happen, um, to get you to that place. And, um, it's just humbling to know that at the end of the day, like you're really just not, I'm going to be able to plan for everything. Um, And so in the middle of that and giving my life to Christ and just handing over everything and being like, okay, Jesus, like if you are who you say you are and you're who everyone else says that you are, um, do what only you can do. Um, Change me, change my life. Um, Open doors where there needs to be open doors. Close them where it needs to be closed. Um, And just... um, yeah, be the Lord of my life. Um, and in that space, the pain didn't go away. (laughs) Um, the heartache of the trauma that I'd suffered didn't go away. My migraines definitely didn't go away. And you know what? I ended up getting more sick (laughs) as the years went on. Um, but the thing is, is that, um, my spirit was healing. Um, I was learning compassion for those, um, who were, offering me compassion and I was learning empathy um, for those around me. I'm not just the ones extending it in my direction, but um, just for everybody. Um, Understanding that I didn't know everybody's pain or everybody's story. Um, Just, you know, taking at face value of what I was looking at. Like you just don't know. Um, And God has just been refining me where when I am hurting and I am in pain, um, he is reaching me in those dark places. Um, and he is teaching me that I have to literally live by faith, um, and not by sight because, you know, if you look at me, you do not see the healing that Jesus has done in my heart and in my spirit. You just see the brokenness of my body. You just see my illness. And, um, 
that just reminds me to look at everything with fresh eyes, um, that I don't get to see everything, but God does. And God doesn't look at um, anything except our hearts, right? Like, yes, he loves our actions and he loves all that stuff, but he's looking at what we do in the dark. He's looking at what we do um, when we are alone. He's looking at, you know, what we are doing um, when, whenever no one can see us or we think that no one can. And, um, I think that it's important to mention that like, you know, it just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look the way that people expected it to. It definitely doesn't look the way that I would think so. (laughs) And I'm so sorry because Addie just apparently has so much to say on this topic. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just crazy to think that like, you know, I would not be the same person that I am, um, if... I wasn't sick. I don't think that I would love the same. I don't think that I would learn the same. I don't think that I would um, be the same. Um, And I think that I like me better um, this way with this healed spirit from God. Like, I love that God has taught me to rely on him. I love that he has taught me um, to seek him first in the morning, in the evening, um, in every waking moment of my day to actually pray for people in that moment right out loud when people say it because I've learned the impact of what it means when people do that for me. Um, And I just like, man, my spirit is so healed and it's healing every day. In the last two months, I have seen more healing of my spirit than I have in a very long time. Um, and it doesn't make me less uncomfortable or less confused or less, you know, um, I don't want to say unhappy, just, I guess less, um, what (laughs) about kind of like the circumstances that have brought my spirit to this healing. But, um, just like I didn't understand my illness when it first began. Um, and sometimes I still don't understand it now. I don't need to understand But I know that God is refining me and he is using me um, and he is going to use me exactly the way that he intends to, exactly the way that he wants to, exactly the way that I need him to um, for whatever that looks like. And my sickness of my body is part of that. And the refining and the healing and the renewing of my spirit is part of that. And so I just want to encourage you, um, whether you're sick or not sick or whether your heart is sick or you have an addiction or your spirit is sick or you are just lost, um, that man you can you can pray for someone in the healing of their body you know if you see me with my walker I love that you want to lay hands on me and you want to pray for me or you want to pray for me or whatever but man pray for my spirit and pray for my heart because more than I need my body to be healed I need to learn how to continue to walk in compassion and grace and kindness even when my body is hurting or I don't want to or something is inconvenient or I feel like I've been robbed and I think that that can be said for all of us um the experiences we have on this side of heaven, they take a little bit of something from us if we let them. Um, and sometimes they take it without permission. And so all of us could use a little bit more prayer for our spiritual healing um, and the renewing of our minds and protection against the enemy and to fight back on that battle line of spiritual warfare. We could use a lot more of that um, than I could care if I can like run a marathon. I mean, I'd love to run a marathon, but if I can't do it on this side of heaven, then I'll do it on the other one where it's better anyway. And the shoes won't give me blisters. And I don't have to worry about running out of breath because I got the breath of life running through me. Um, and I got the Holy Spirit chasing me down, um, you know, and running with me and beside me and inside of me and just, man, um, what a wonder, you know? So 
anyway, I just wanted to say I so appreciate everybody that prays for my healing. Um, and I love to pray for my friend's healing. Um, but when I pray for their healing, I'm praying for more than just their body, but I'm praying for their heart. And so I would just encourage you to remember that, um, for yourself and for others. Um, and for me, um, yeah. Anyway, I think that that's finally all I have. I'm sorry that Addie decided to just like talk through some of that, but I guess she just really wanted some ear rubs. So, um, (laughs) that is, that is it. That is the way that podcast recording goes whenever you are me and you do not care to crazy fancy edit out the background noise or really trim down your clips or anything like that. You just, you talk and then you hit publish. That's it (laughs) y'all. So I hope you guys, um, I hope you guys find light and I hope you find love this week. And, um, I hope that you remember that if you're searching for either one or both of those, you can find them fully and abundantly in Jesus. Stay tuned for episodes airing every Monday. So you have someone to have a conversation with all week long. We'll see you here next time.